welcome to the Grapeseed Official Podcast. Welcome to the first podcast of 2023, everyone. And what better way is there to bring in the new year than with a Cindy's Corner episode? Say hi, Cindy. Hi, everyone. Happy New Year. And thank you for having me again, Adam. Of course. So in this series, we let Cindy, a coach in Japan, decide the topic. So what's on our menu today? Okay. My topic today is the joy of learning. This is what Grapesy believes in, and I want to talk about this today. Excellent. Let's go. All right. So recently, this is before winter break, I watched some classes that made me think of this more. And I was kind of, I was thinking about it, and I thought this is something I really want to share with everyone. As you know, some teachers consider themselves strict and some lenient, right? The so-called lenient teachers tend to have issues with classroom management and the so-called strict teachers tend to have the students getting scared of them and thus disliking English. And in some extreme cases, you have parents complaining or concerned as to what is going on in the classroom. I think we've all heard of these things. And although these are two extremes, One teacher allows the students to stand up in class, talk with their friends, use the bathroom, touch the teacher's stuff, name it, ignoring the teacher's commands. While the other goes, sit still, hands on your lap. If you'll disobey, you leave the classroom. It is my way or you're out. Sing the song. Don't sing the song, you know, et cetera. Although they are very different, they have a common issue, which is students lose motivation. And I think that in the long run, the teacher begins to lose motivation as well. So while schools have their policies and values and everyone's circumstances and environment are different with grape seed, we want students to experience the joy of learning. I recently talked with a teacher who was very proud of her quote unquote strictness because that's how she learned at school and she felt like that, that helped her learn and that's how she was raised. She also shared how she liked the school, letting her do whatever, aka being herself. Um, And she thought she was being respected and valued. And that is great, right? And I do understand where where that may be coming from. But again, whoever you are, wherever you come from, and whatever your beliefs are, when teaching grape seed, though, the focus should be on the student's joy of learning. And on the other hand, I've also talked with a teacher who said he knows he should manage his students better, but he didn't want to do that, again, quote unquote, too much because he was afraid the students would then dislike him for not letting them do what they wanted to do when they wanted to do it. And he didn't want them to think, oh, Mr. So-and-so, it's too strict. You know, at home, I can do whatever in in classroom. I have to listen to him. And as a result, his class was... um, I would just say very challenging. It was really a uh, everybody talking, nobody's listening situation. So I think it is important for teachers to remember the, the ultimate goal here is, again, to bring the joy of learning versus uh, just doing it because that's the way you've always been and that's who you are and that's the way you do things. I totally agree with you there, Cindy. Mm. Uh, I think listening to, to both of your stories there, even though they're about teachers that are having kind of opposite problems, mm-hmm. I think another way to think about this is that the, those teachers and their reasons for wanting to be either very strict or not strict at all 
those are almost personal reasons that their focus is more on themselves rather Mm. than students and student success. So like you said, we want to be focused on the joy of learning for students and really encouraging students to enjoy their time in class. And if teachers are focused on that as their goal, as opposed to, oh, this is comfortable for me because I've always been in this situation or I don't want to be seen as blah, blah, blah. So I'm not going to manage my class properly. Yes. Those two reasons, those aren't student-centered reasons for doing your job properly. It's more like this is just easier for me or this is how, like this image of me, is. this is how I want it to be. Those are very teacher and almost selfish in, in their perception. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it takes a while for some teachers to realize that or come come to that point where they where they realize, right? And as you mentioned, Adam, the joy of learning will only be possible when and if the students experience positive things in their classroom, like learning. And like we always say, authentic learning cannot take place where the affective filter is high. The affective filter goes up as we know, under very stressful circumstances. So if the students are having fun learning, uh, their affective filter will go up. Uh, let me, sorry, go down. And likewise, where there are no rules and classroom management management are not in place, the students feel confused and unsafe, which impacts their learning. The most apparent form of the joy of learning is intrinsic motivation. Our dear friend and colleagues haven't talked about this Oh, way back there in the coach talk with you, Adam. For teachers that do not know what the video, I'm, uh, which video I'm talking about, it's in the teacher training courses on the portal, the J600 series coach talks. You guys talked about intrinsic motivation there, but to foster intrinsic motivation in students, the teacher has to find ways to coordinate instructional activities with students, uh, students' preferences, interests, and engagement as you mentioned, and their sense of challenge and competencies. So how will you do that if you are just focused on your style and the way you do things? When you can adapt your students' needs, then the students are subsequently more able to enjoy the learning process and become more engaged in the classroom. This creates a positive learning environment where the teacher uh, facilitates language acquisition and joyfully engages students. So whatever you say there, Adam, I absolutely agree. Yeah, at the end of the day, the when those light bulbs go off for our students and they're able to say something that they couldn't say before, or you can mm. tell by watching them that they understand something that they didn't understand before, that's always the biggest motivator, no matter what, in our classroom. Yeah. And, that, and that's that should be the biggest motivator mm. compared to anything in our classroom. It shouldn't be, okay, I have a point system and... I give my students a piece of candy if they get five happy faces. Mm. Um, that obviously that's extrinsic motivation as opposed to the intrinsic motivation. So right. everything we should be doing should be focused on student success, student engagement. And if students are enjoying class, they're going mm-hmm. to be learning because their affective filter is low. That just lines up exactly with what we do with Grapeseed. Exactly. And teachers that create the joyful environment, such environment for learning are, I think, usually motivated and experience the joy of teaching as well too, right? So teachers are positively influenced by creating such an environment for the students themselves. So naturally, the classroom or the lesson becomes an enjoyable environment 
when teachers are motivated to teach, the students are motivated to learn because, you know, as you all know, motivated teachers help motivate students. And a lot of times that that happens because the the students first show that joy of learning, the teacher notices it, and then they, yes. they become more joyful themselves. I think sometimes teachers, when they first teach grapeseed, they come in and they're already switched on to that student-centered approach that we're right, talking about, right. here, that focusing on student uh, engagement and success. But some teachers, they they come in and they want to do their own thing. They want to, okay, I, I know Grapeseed wants to do it this way, but I'm going to change a couple things here. And it doesn't yeah. go very well. And students aren't very engaged. They're not having a lot of success. So they feel not very motivated. But mm. then through maybe some coaching sessions or some training, maybe eventually that teacher will just say, well, you know what? I'm just going to give it a try this year. And they follow it correctly. They see their students engaged more. They see their students enjoying class more. Mm. So they're like, oh, okay, this, it this actually works. I understand this. Yeah. Now, yeah. now it's, it's clicking for them. And I, I've yeah. seen that in multiple cases too, where the, the student engagement and the joy of learning ends up being the teacher one. Sometimes the teachers start with it, but sometimes they learn it from their students. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So it's very important not to be trapped in the idea of, oh, this is who I am. This is how I do things, like you, as you mentioned, or this is the way, the only way I know how. So I guess I'm going to just do my way out looking your style, which may cause stress and anxiety for yourself. Then. And then and that will give an impact on, on how you deliver your lessons. So we may experience some discomfort having to accept or challenge our existing ideas. Uh, they might be like, what is this? What are, what are these coaches trying to tell me? Why do I have to use the listen plans, et cetera? You know, but I think we need a certain amount of humility and even a sense of humor to discover the differences. By differences, I mean uh, your style or your way versus what the students need, uh, what we recommend you that you probably should do uh, to help them experience the joy of learning. And you may face challenges to understand how to get there, what you need to do, what kind of help you need. But our life is about learning and with an open mind, accepting, learning and changing when and if necessary. And it's a never ending journey, but I feel like that's the beauty of it. Yeah, I think just by the the definition itself, your way of teaching, if it that just already sounds to me like it's not aligned with student success. Like I do it mm. my way. Whereas we're so focused here with Graveseed on, on trying to build a curriculum and a program for students to be successful. Mm. So if you're a teacher and you're like, no, I want to do it my way instead, that doesn't necessarily align with student success as it is. Right. You're already... Right changing it, you're already moving away from the ideal environment that we want to create mm. in the classroom. Yeah, yeah. And I hope this doesn't sound like a cliche, but that's why we are here. We want to help teachers to find the joy in teaching so they can help students experience the joy of learning. So teachers listening to this podcast, if and when you need support, you want to brainstorm, get some ideas, uh, get some feedback, or if you feel frustrated and need someone to listen about that one class or one student or this issue, contact your grapeseed coaches. 
we are learning too. And we want to share the joy of learning and the joy of teaching with all of you teachers out there so that you can share the same joy of learning with each and every one of your students. I, I think I remember talking about Miss Ramona in my one of my uh, podcasts earlier, Adam, with you, but this uh, Miss Ramona is a teacher I will always remember that special teacher, you know? So let's become that person, that special teacher your students will remember for a lifetime. And I think with your students, we can always grow, learn things uh, just like uh, you mentioned what you mentioned, Adam. We learn from our students and we become better. We want to be better for our students. Uh, we want to challenge our, you know, abilities and continue learning. And even Grapeseed itself, we're changing constantly too. I think mm. a lot of teachers might just think like, oh, Gra Grapeseed says that we should just do this and they, they're they not flexible. They don't change. But even just in the last few years, I think teachers who have had that kind of long-term experience, they know things change quite a bit. Like REP yeah. itself, the recommendations we've done for REP have changed for right. like a long time. They used to be those those individual storybooks all in a plastic bag with the one big song book. And <laughs> yes, yes. even when we first moved to compiling all that together, the recommendation initially was kids need to sit down and point with their finger as they're right. listening to the right. entire book. Right. But then right. over time, it's like, no, that, that, that's not really fostering the joy of learning there either. Kids right. are really enjoying sitting there and pointing and not being allowed to sing and move around. So over time, Grapeseed as well, as we as we not only keep up with the, the current research educationally, mm -hmm. but also hearing feedback from teachers on how things are going in their classrooms, whether it's with materials or different methodology, mm -hmm. we'll adapt what we do as well. So exactly. That, that's where the focus for all of us needs to be, is not just on okay. I want to do it this particular way. This is the most comfortable for me, but what is the best for my students? Exactly. Can't agree more. We're all learning together. Another quick thing before we wrap this up is that you can think of this if you don't want to enjoy the thought of the joy of learning as a concept. You can think of it as just how much of your class time is benefiting your students educationally. Mm. So yes. if if we talk about this with the affective filter a lot, right? If your affective filter is high, if you're in a high stress environment, if you have a very strict teacher, for example, and yeah. you're terrified, then your students might be sitting there in the classroom and they might be well behaved mm. to your eyes, but they're not learning as much because right. they're terrified of, okay, if I make any motion, my teacher's going to yell at me. Yeah. So yeah. they're, they're more fearful than actually absorbing the language that you're teaching. On the other yeah. side of the, the equation there, you can have classes with super big management issues, right? Where kids mm. are running around and not paying attention. Not and listening, we, yeah. Yeah, and we can clearly see that that even if you're standing there singing 10 Little Monkeys, if you have half of your class running around screaming in the classroom, they're not really learning that either. So yeah. there, there's a in the middle there where there's, okay, we're going to have some, some rules and structure here, but we're also not going to be so strict about it. That creates just a greater environment for 
the maximum amount mm. of educational uptime in your classroom. Right. So that, that's another way you can kind of think about it. How if you're really driven by efficiency more than than feelings like yeah. joy of learning, what yeah. percentage of your class are your students actually learning? Now you can never actually really get a, a hardcore yeah. result, right? Like you don't you can't yeah. just look at your student and say, okay, you're you're learning 75% of the things I'm saying right now. But in general, you can just by focusing your efforts on greater mm. student success and not on your own personal mission, that will just innately help your maximum efficiency in the classroom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Anything else you'd like to say about the joy of learning, Cindy? Teachers have fun. And again, when, where there's, I think, intrinsic motivation works for teachers as well. And sometimes you need help. Sometimes you need to, you need, you need motivation. You need inspiration. Reach out, really reach out to us because we mean it when we say reach out to us for support. We really want to help. We really want to motivate, inspire, and help teachers success. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Have, have fun. I'd I like to add to a little bit there. Have fun helping your students succeed. Mm. If you just have fun, like, yeah, you could, you could play games all day in, in your 40 minute grapeseed lesson, but <laughs> and that, that'll, that might be fun for you, but it's, it's not helping your students succeed. So I think having fun is important for teachers and students, but the focus needs to be on yes. student success and achievement. So great. Thank exactly. you so much for joining me on Cindy's Corner. Thank you, Adam. I yes. guess I, I guess I'm more joining you on Cindy's corner because it's it's your corner after all. Well, it's my corner. It's a, <laughs> it, oh, what's the, what's the word for it? Oh, intangible corner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the 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 theoretical corner. Theoretical uh, corner. Okay. If you have any comments or questions about this episode, feel free to send them into mailcarrier at grapeseed.com. And as always, thank you for listening and good luck in the classroom. Goodbye. I'm sad to say goodbye. It was a good day, but now I will say goodbye, my friends. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone.